This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, with me as always are Barnabas and Dave. Guys, doing alright? Hanging yes, in there. hanging in there. Yeah. We've been recording a lot of stuff today. We have. Um, and in fact, today's episode, yeah. we're going to we're gonna cut our 17 minutes of chit-chat oh, at the 17 beginning. 17 minutes now? <laughs> sure, why okay. not? Well, why since not? somebody got mad at 6, we decided to give them 17. Clearly, yeah. 6 wasn't enough. That's right. So, But we're continuing a conversation we started on our last episode mm. with our good friend, Janae. Hello. Jenna. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. We're glad Thanks you're back. Thanks for having me yes. for part you're two. You're invited back. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're you, a repeat you, guest. How many people I said, are invited you didn't back? Have to. So this is yeah, okay. right. Honor. Well, if you do no. this three more times, you get to be a host. That's how oh, it worked great. for me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Five time guest, and then you become a host. That's right. That's, so that's cool. the rule. That's right. Five how many times, times one season. You want to talk about the Enneagram on this show? Five times in one season. That's okay. Yeah. You were seven times total. It's like lettering in a sport. You know, you play enough, and then, like, oh, you've lettered in this. You get to letter in this podcast. Podcast. That's right. Great. That's Wonderful. Right. Thank you so, so much. I'm soon we're going to run right. out of microphones. Put it on your sleeve. That's right. <laughs> oh my All right. So, right. Uh, so on our last episode, we were talking about the, we started talking about the Enneagram and um, really what that is mm-hmm. and um, why we, Aaron is skeptical of it. Why, why I'm skeptical, because I'm skeptical of all personality type tests. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them can be very easily manipulated. Yes. Um, I find them in so I and and I get troubled by them when I when I see people identifying too closely and this is true of any personality type um, identifying too closely with them and saying well I am this or you know whether that's a number in the Enneagram or you know their five strengths in the Strength Finder or, or any, any of that kind of stuff or yeah. whatever right and it's like yeah. I it's like that's great so you're also a J E R K so I don't care um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nice one <laughs> yeah uh, oh I get it <laughs> hanging with you good Whew. wow wow well done well done so um well, we are going to keep I going to sucker punch all those people that use it as a exactly weapon. and so, so that's right that's right still recovering still wanting to sucker punch them that's right. absolutely <laughs> absolutely so so we thought we would continue that conversation um by talking about um authors and their and their enneagram types and also books for different Enneagram types. So I have a question before we get into yeah. this. Not the books part because that's a little more categorical. So labeling other people with an Enneagram number <laughs> falls very close to the sucker punch category. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, it yeah, does. We're, we're going to tackle all of it in one day. So are, <laughs> are we our own sucker punch of the of the week uh, because we, we are now we labeling be. people? We, are we might be. That's okay. It. I just we're feel issuing like, an exemption for us for this. I mean, we didn't make oh, the lists that we're working off of no, either. We're, 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 we're responding no, no, no. to the okay. list. No, no, no. But we are going to add on some book recommendations for these people too. Yeah, that yes. we will give something That's helpful it. and yes. practical. I just like I when yeah. I look at a list of names and then I think about all the people Janae said yeah. should be sucker punched, and rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I wondered if we were becoming those people. True. Those people are interpersonally though. If you like say that to your friends Ooh. and are, you know, being a jerk about it, but these people are famous people, they're public figures. We can speculate about them, okay. right? Oh, okay. 
there. We can make fun right. of them. Right. And public speculation. Yeah. Who would we be if we weren't speculating about famous mm. people? That's right. Okay. That's right. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Just wanted to get that off my chest. That's right. All better now. You know, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for giving us that opportunity. Yeah. Mm. A little bit of a little bit of self examination in the spirit of enneagramness. Yeah. Well yep. done. Well done. There we go. All right. All right. So what are we doing? All right. We're, we're just go going through by number. One. We're gonna do by number. We're All gonna right. start with reformer number one. And uh, I'm going to roll off a few people who are famous, number ones. First, we've got uh, C.S. Lewis, mm. uh, Gandhi, Nelson Mandela. We've got Al Gore. He invented the internet. Good that. for him. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to do with that one. And global yeah. warming. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I'm, he did invent global warming. I'm glancing warming. through a list of this. You know, and there's a lot of politicians, which I, I think kind of probably makes sense being reformers. You know, they, yeah. George they, Will wrote some yeah. great books. Yeah. You got William F. Buckley on here. Ian Sandra Rand. Day according. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, and then you got Bill Also, yeah. Bill also Maher. good job pronouncing your name properly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got Is that Bill, how you pronounce you, it? Yeah. I guess. Ryan? Yeah, it's not, it's not Anne. Uh, oh, Ian, I was talking about more. The first name is difficult. Yeah. Rand. Ayn Rand. It's, yeah. It's not Ayn Rand. It's Ayn Rand. Correct. Oh, I thought okay. it was Ian. That's how I said it. Oh, yeah, sure. You're, yeah. you're about right. Oh, okay. Cool. I think Sorry. it's delightful that Bill Maher is listed as a one. <laughs> I, did, I saw that Because too. he's like the quintessential whatever the unhealthy version of one mm. is. Mm. He's kind mm. of an unhealthy version of whatever, but, you know, if he's a one. He's, he's, he's a delightful something. character. Uh, let me read off some fictional ones, which is kind of fun. Ooh. All right. So here we go. Hermione Granger. Yes. Um, we've got uh, Professor McGonagall and Percy Weasley from mm-hmm. Harry Potter as well. Okay. Apparently, Agatha, whoever wrote this list has only read one series of books. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. Okay. Just calm down there, number I knew eight. someone was going to make fun um, of me if I brought up I Harry Potter characters, but no, you worry. did, so. I did. I'm going I, we all uh, love Harry Potter, so good. no, no yeah, shots. Yeah, there's no here. judging. Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, a solid one. Peter from Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, Bruce Wayne from Batman. I'm going to challenge that one. I don't think I don't think Peter would. What do you think he is? <sighs> you can't think critique unless you have a better option, Aaron. Do you right, think well, maybe he's an eight? I think he might be. Or a three. But remember how much he's bothered when like the other kids aren't like following the rules or sticking to the plan. But Susan is more of an eight or a, more of a one, I think, than um, mm. than Peter. Is. I think Susan's a six. You think Susan's a six? Yeah. Really? Mm. She's the, like, we shouldn't be doing this. She's always nervous. She's always... She's, she's worrying she's about her siblings. She's cautious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What about Edmund, then? Edmund. Three. Three, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lucy. Maybe nine. seven. Oh. Nine? I, I think potentially nine. Maybe. She could be okay. because she sees the best in people, even kind of the underdogs of their society. She's in also Narnia. like she's yeah. the one who's you know when her siblings are all kind of being catty and whatever. She's a little why can't we all get along person? Yeah, a little true. bit. A she's little bit. she's like she's the nicest character in that entire series, just true. to everybody. Fair. Mm-hmm. I lean nine. That okay. would be my inclination. <laughs> what about Eustace? I love oh, Eustace. Really? Which version of Eustace? Because Eustace was two different characters. That's true. That's true. That's true. There's um, like pre-dragon and post-dragon Let's Eustace. do pre-dragon. Uh, well, of course, you don't like him. Then, <laughs> yeah, you know I want a I mean? sucker punch him. Yeah. But, but he's kind of fun, too. You know sure. what I mean? 
You need that character. Yeah. His name was used to scrub, and he almost deserved it. So there was, yeah, there was, yeah, there was, yeah. there was a boy in scrub, and, and he, he almost deserved, he almost deserved it. it. I love, yeah. that. I love that. It's is the best opening line. I feel like C.S. Lewis came up with the line, and then was like, "Oh, now I have to figure out a story about this." Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. What's his arc going to be? Because that line is so good, I just have to use it. Yeah. All right. Totally. I don't know what he would be because he was just such an awful human being that he's like the awful version of everything. So. Is there is there one that just fits generic awfulness? Mm. Oh, dang! Not, I mean, probably not she one because me, so remember, clearly it's an eight. I did not. She's look like, at well, you. I mean, <laughs> like there's sin in all <laughs> of us. Side of the table. Sin and <laughs> you know what? We all sin. <laughs> yeah. Every number has a really exactly. immature, annoying. Yeah, you got side. that. So all right, you got we got to pinpoint yeah. how is okay, he annoying. Okay, so let's. So I let's, think. I think. What is post dragon Eustace? I think Eustace could have been an eight because he was so domineering and trying to control. Like he was sort of he mm. was bossing and controlling. And I think he complained more. Didn't he mm-hmm. complain more? Yeah, but he was like 12. He did complain a lot. Well, I mean, honestly, what is anybody he complained at 12? Li- he, com- he didn't no. stop complaining, but he did complain less. Right. After I mean, he but, then, but he yeah, comes yeah. back yeah. in the next the next book and he's a different, doesn't he? He comes Yeah, he comes so, back in the he comes back in the next chair? couple and yeah. Yeah. Huh. And he's yeah, a okay. and he's a remarkably different character in that one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. He's much more chill. Hmm. Much cooler. All right. It's hard to it's hard to put uh, like kids and adolescents on this because they're yeah. they're not because they're still really, they're still yeah. becoming who they There's, will eventually be. Right. Yeah, they're they're barely yeah. they're barely human. Let's be honest. Begs the question: <laughs> Can you change? I have a thirteen-year-old. Uh, over over yeah. your lifetime, too. Can you change? Twelve-year-old. You know. Yeah. The I think in the book they would say you can't. Um, and that you just become a more mature, well-rounded version of you still are one number, but as you mature, you embody the best characteristics of most of the numbers or all of them. And I think I remember talking to my family about the Enneagram when I first read this book, and my parents had trouble trying to figure out what number they are just because they're later on in life, you know, a couple. <laughs> if they're listening, I'm not saying you're old, but um, they've so, done so a lot of personality types. Life, they are well-established people. They are yeah. well-established people, yeah. and they're Citizens, mature. I think they're very mature the spiritually, and they uh, said they would try to think more to what was my 25 year old self. Like, what was I kind of like when you said in college, mm-hmm. um, or your 25 or your 35 year old self um, when I was still maturing. But eventually, mm-hmm. they were able to type themselves, but it was just a lot harder mm-hmm. for them. So interesting. 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 <laughs> I like that's the most passive aggressive. Like I don't care about this conversation. No, 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 no. Interesting. No, it's got me thinking. Dave, let's move on to number two before Aaron insults right. anybody else. No, passive no, aggressively. No, 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 no. Let's go. Let's, let's keep it moving. All right. Number two is the helper. Uh, some notable number twos are uh, Mother Teresa. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Eleanor Roosevelt. Nancy Reagan. In the uh, are there any famous men who are number two? I know. Twos? You know what? I'm going to go back to well, another. Well, the area. list that David sent us had Jesus as number two, but that might be a little heretical. <laughs> that to seems say ambitious. One. That's a little uh, yeah, ambitious. That's bold. That was a bold choice of <laughs> the people who made bold, the list. Bold choice, Cotton. I mean, if anyone, Jesus should be Boy, all of them. All the you, best parts. You are all right. Of them. I'm yeah. looking at a much broader one. It's like 90 percent females. Yeah. 
Hmm. And I mean, even with Mother Teresa, I wonder wow. if like that's just because she devoted her life to serving people. That doesn't mean she was inside right. yeah, that seems, a two. That seems like a little bit of a stereotype. No. Let's see, Jerry Lewis is listed as a two on this I list. That, Richard yeah. Simmons is a two. He oh, oh, not Jerry Lee Lewis, right? Not Jerry Lee Lewis. Okay, good. No, Jerry Lewis. Uh, Richard Simmons very much wants to help people get fit, so that makes sense. Um, mm, really funny. I mean, Kathy Lee Gifford's on here. Ooh, Robert mm. Schuller, uh, good. Guy, Glenn Close. Bill, <sighs> Bill Cosby's on here. Oh, no. Oh, Nope. That list is interesting. No helping jokes now. Let's nope. move along. No, no, no. All right. Okay, number three. Help, help number three. three. We're going to help him right into prison. That's all right, what we're yeah. gonna do. All right, some fictional twos. We've got uh, in Harry Potter, we've got Mary uh, Molly Weasley, mm. Dolores Umbridge, uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. Wait, what? wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Back I, that thing what? up. Hold no, on. Hagrid nope. as well. Now, now you guys can comment. No. Umbridge, no. no. Not a two. Hagrid, yes. I'd say Hagrid's. All right, hold on. While you're debating, I'm going to list a few more, so just roll with it. Samwise. Molly Weasley, I can get behind. Okay. Continue. Sure. <laughs> yes. <run> with, <laughs> That's yes. an easy one. Yeah, you know. So Sam Gamgee. Sa- Sam Gamgee, Lord right. of the Rings. Uh, yeah. Pita Malark from Hunger Games. Yeah, that's a good yeah, choice. Sure. Um... Cleopatra from Anthony and Cleopatra. Sure. No. Uh, Emma no. and Emma. Wait, No. Cleopatra? I'm just reading the internet, Emma seems guys. like she'd be more right. of a three. We're not yeah, taking issue not, with you. No, We're taking issue with the internet. This is a bad list. I know. This is a bad list. <laughs> but I think they did this just so we would argue about it. And it's exactly. working. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. Well, 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 done. well done. Well done, list, list maker. List. <laughs> and let's Dave. Go, let's back up to Dolores. And Dave. Can we back up to Dolores? Dolores please? not happy right now. Okay? Hey. Dolores Umbridge, we need to we need to address this. There was a a, a wholehearted. She's not a two. So what is she? Oh gosh, I don't uh, t- remind me of her character again. She's the one in the fifth one that comes in that All is in like pink. nothing that not really, nothing really not happened to Harry. One. I'm a terrible. Made person, him. I'm aware. Oh, wow. I know. I know. I know. She's <laughs> like a super passive aggressive domineering monster who sides with evil. Yeah. 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 There you go. Sounds lovely. She okay. was probably going to be my sucker punch, so there you go. Oh, well, you can just save it. Has she been saved? Okay. Yeah. Has she been sucker punched on this podcast? No, she's before? never been, but okay. she okay. needs it. Well Pretend done. like I didn't say that. That's nope. going to nope. be no, no, no. That's a that's a preview <laughs> of what's <laughs> to come. Just a little preview. <laughs> little tea, little tease. I think. I, well what would she be? Let's see. Hmm. Would she? I want to put her as an eight. Like a really unhealthy eight. A really unhealthy. I don't think she's a like. So hard to tell. Maybe three that I, wants to be an eight? Yeah. Or, yeah, three three comes to mind. And it's hard because you don't get a lot of character development for her. You just kind of see what she does to Harry. So it's it's really yeah. hard to she's just awful. on her. Yeah. She's yeah. just bad, and she's yep. a side character. But yeah. she's not a two. No. That is I feel pretty strongly no. that she's not a two. I don't know. No, definitely not. Definitely not. What All were right. the other Harry Potter ones? Mrs. Weasley, yes. Yeah, Hagrid. Weasley. Hagrid. I think Hagrid's a. I think Hagrid's a two. Sure, he's, he's the one who's always. Hagrid was he's sort a of yes. helping when people don't want help, and yeah. he's sort of like he's sort of overly uh, helpful. Yeah. The other one was uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. Hmm. Um. Wait oh. a minute. Isn't no. She, isn't she the one who like kills people with curses, and she's the crazy one? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The only person she's helping is the bad guy. And she's a well, pretty a helper, powerful personality a too. Is she not? 
I mean, well, she, but no. she's yeah, not she just keeps like wanting on to the like, she like she keeps wanting to take on responsibilities and ruin people's lives. Yeah. And, yeah, she wants to do more. I would say she's like a really unhealthy eight or something. <laughs> I keep coming back to that one. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 all yeah. these powerful characters. All the villains, it's so easy all the to villains are eight, eight. <laughs> or three, <laughs> or three. The superhero movie, essentially. All right, yeah, all the villains are eight. All right, let's go on yeah. to number three, Kay. the achiever. All right, first, let's go with some of the notables. All right, Tony Robbins. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Oprah mm-hmm. Winfrey. Mm. In the other famous one, uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Lance Armstrong. Well, they still got him on that list. That's okay. that's fun. Um, you know, he achieved a lot of things, and then he cheated. He did. I mean, he was an achiever. He found a way, and <laughs> it kind of, you know, came back to him. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Mick Jagger. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Nora Ephraim. Sure. I like that. Tom Cruise. Jumping on the couch, John mm. Tom Cruise. Crazy cock. Exactly. Uh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> nice. May oh, he rest in may peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah. There's a lot of like uh, uh, very successful artists in general on, mm. you know, I've noticed. That seems a thing because you've got uh, Elvis on here. Um, funny, John Malkovich. Uh, there's mm. a lot of. As a three? Uh, I'm Interesting. Just, I, know, I, wouldn't, I, thought that I was, wouldn't have pegged him as a three. I don't know. I don't He's know. on there. He's on there. Ah, I don't peg. Right. I don't peg threes as sort of your quirky, reclusive types, generally speaking. But uh. threes could have a four wing, so they could have that strong achiever bent. But then, since they're right next to the four, they could be kind of a little bit more reclusive, individualistic, right. fair, creative. Right. But th- I think I read back to your point from part one about which part is more rare. Um, is three wing fours are very rare. Mm-hmm. Most threes right. have a two wing. So. All right, in the fiction category, uh, Harry Potter. We'll start there first. Uh, we got Ron Weasley. Really? I, okay. I'm just, I'm just reading. Uh, <laughs> just uh, Draco, uh, Malfoy, mm. Professor mm. Lockhart, and Professor Slughorn. I don't know anything about the professors. There's no character development no. on the professors. No. You're right. No, yeah. they stand in. I think Draco's a good call. You seem to take yeah. umbrage. He is. He wants power. Not Dolores he umbrage. Wants power. But yeah. I, Sorry. But yeah, that's no, 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 that's okay. I, I, He's the I, negative wing of it. I don't yeah, know. Sure. I don't think he. I I would almost put him as. I'd almost put him as a six. Because he's still loyal on to Harry his and Ron. parents. I don't. I don't know if I'm sold that Harry, both Harry and Ron are threes. Well, Harry's Wait, Harry, not. Harry, oh, he's listed as a three. Okay. No, no, sorry, he's listed. Sorry. We haven't gotten. You must Harry. Have said no, Harry he, he's listed yeah. later as a nine. But okay. Yeah. And I don't um, think that one's right either. I would think he's maybe a six. Harry? Well, hold maybe. on. Hold on. Sorry. I think so. Who are we talking about, Harry or Ron? Yeah, Harry. Harry Potter. Okay. Ron supposedly is a three. Yeah, that doesn't sound right to me. No. It's harder to type them. Like, Hermione is so obviously a young one, I think, because she's always correcting them and, like, really wants to learn and but has that she might strong be five, sense though, of right or of wrong. That. That's true. Remember the ones and the fives. She's, yeah, she's. She's she actually, is the well actually yeah. girl. So that's true. So uh, we've also got uh, Gaston from mm, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, good. Uh, mm. Lord of the Rings. You've got uh, Boromir and Gimli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we've got Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, and then Odysseus, the Odyssey. Mm. Sure, I got no issues with any of those. Yeah, yeah, those are good. That's fine. All right. We're going to move on to right. number four, The Individualist. Okay. All right. Mm. Here we go. We've got Edgar Allan Poe. We've got Virginia Woolf. We've got Anne Frank. 
uh, William Faulkner, Dostoevsky, mm-hmm. Tennessee Williams, um, J.D. Salinger. By the way, I'm skimming through. There's a lot more, but That's I'm going good. with the more notable ones. So yeah, let's let's try to limit. Let's try to let's try to let's try to narrow yeah. these lists down because yep. I feel like f- fours and a list of highly creative, sort of introspective, artful writers is the least surprising. Thing. I know. It's yeah, so, kind of. All of these seem very in line with four. This would be yeah. more fascinating. Let's look at the fictional characters. So we've got Anne of Green Gables. Anne. Oh, yeah. Um, loves the tragic romance. Loves. All right. Who is it from Lord of the Rings? Four? Yeah. Who's the individualist? Hmm. Legolas. An obvious one? Uh, they don't list him. It doesn't mean he's not. Uh, they have Frodo and Faramir. Hmm. Mm, I know Frodo. I'm like eh, Frodo could be a couple, um, but I might have put Bilbo. I would have put Frodo as like a six. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yep. Uh, Jay, Ga- Jay Gatsby, the Great Gatsby. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Loki from Thor. That's an intriguing one. I would have put him as a three. Mm-hmm. His literally his entire thing is changing faces. Yes, that's that's what he does. Yes, I feel like it's actually a metaphor for threes. Hmm. Okay, all right, unhealthy threes. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's move on to type five, the investigators. Oh, good. One off the list of the fours, Nicholas Cage is a four. Oh, Did we already sorry, mention that's all right. Thank sorry. you for saving Dave from himself, Janae. <laughs> You're yes. so welcome. Aaron's <laughs> telling me to go faster. And, and, and I was, I am telling you to go faster. Hold on. Episode <laughs> is going to divert right Pausing here. Pausing on Nick Cage is never the wrong answer, Dave. Oh, yeah. Man. So and good. he is the quintessential four because really is. is there He's anyone the else in the world well, like and he Nick counts Cage. on both. He counts on both sides of it, the famous person and the fictional. So there you go. Oh, there gosh. You go. Mm, just an all-out <laughs> mess right there. That's he why is, we love him. Gosh. Oh, Nick. Is that a description for fours? Sure. An all-out mess. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Wait, wait a, a minute. minute. We Whoa. Are we punching oh, you no. now? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, I think no, no. you do have fours on your oh, team, yeah, officially. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number five. Uh, top five. The investigator. Here we got, uh, we've got Albert Einstein. Sure. St- Stephen Hawking. Uh, Emily Dickinson. Nietzsche. Agatha Christie. James Joyce. Stephen King. Um, We've also got uh, Patrick O'Brien, Graham Greene, Lewis Carroll, uh, uh, W.B. Yeats. Yeats. Yeats, Yeats. thank you. And Mm -hmm. T.S. Eliot. Sorry, that was very one of me to correct you. No, (laughs) you know what? I appreciate it. Or five. No, it. Just playing to the spirit. (laughs) I appreciate it because it helps me get better. There you go. So thank you. you Okay. Such a healthy five. Good job. Is that what it is? I feel like the the fives when it comes to the the non-fictional people are pretty easy to sort of go, yeah, that all makes sense. Sure. Not a lot of surprises. I saw George Lucas on this list. Yes. Also Bill Gates, Mm -hmm. St. Thomas Aquinas, and I wrote an oh no next to this name, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, also in that that list, the Unabomber. Oh, oh so some like, and Ted Kaczynski. Oh, so cool. like, so uh, it's like there's a whole bunch re- of serial killers re- and crazy people. Reclusive evil masterminds tend to be fives. Hmm. All right, good to know. You go. well, now you know. Now you know. Now you know my you career know path. That's Barnabas. such a five thing. <laughs> yeah. Save him from himself. <laughs> I'm also an INTJ, which basically means I'm the emperor from Star Wars. So there you go. Oh, He's also well. a five. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our famous fictional ones. We got Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. We have yep. Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Sure. Uh-huh. We've got uh, B.D. Letier. I don't know how you say the name. And Hamish from Hunger Games. Yeah. I recognize okay. I, I Hamish, but yes. I could see I that because I didn't remember them. Yeah. Um, Severus. All right, so here's your Harry Potter. Uh, mm. Severus Snape. Yeah. 
Albus Dumbledore mm-hmm. and Arthur Weasley. Is that the dad? Yes. yes. Okay. There you go. I don't wow, think those Arth- are some heavy I don't hitters. think Arthur Weasley is a five. No. I don't know if I know. His whole, his he whole, seems like a nine. I would have guessed more like a seven. Mm. Mm. He's well, not necessarily the life of the party, but he's always upbeat. He's always like exploring different things. He's always getting into trouble by like, like tinkering with things. Yeah, tinkering and trying new things and yeah. moving on to the next stuff. Yeah. I think they got Arthur Weasley wrong. All right. Well, what All about right. two of the most well, important characters, Snape oh. and Dumbledore? Yes, I know, absolutely. <clears throat> and in, then inextricably the... linked in the story, too. Right, right. And, mm-hmm. and going into uh, some of the crazy people, we've got Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> from Silence of the Lamb. Once again, I know. serial killers. Reclusive. And, uh, Excellent genius also. Yeah. Notice they're all brilliant. Yeah. I don't know if Ted Kaczynski was brilliant, <laughs> yeah. but all the other evil people yes. are talking about are. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll receive that. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to type, By proxy. type six. <laughs> type six, the all right. loyalists. All right, here we go. We got Mark Twain, Sigmund Freud, uh, uh, Tolkien, and John Grisham, uh, also known as Barnabas's favorite popular fiction writer. Former. 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 Thank you. Yes. Of the 90s. The 90s he and James yes. Patterson together. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember when John Grisham wrote good books. Oh, Those were good teen years for me. Again. All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. No, hold on. Oh, yes. That's right. All right. I feel like they're just throwing everybody in as a six who they haven't put somewhere else. They're right. like, ah, these people are no, famous. No, no, yeah, they must be six. have a couple categories they, left. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, we got really tired. That's they're clearly not eights. Maybe they're, ah, nope, sixes. Okay. All right. All right. So here's our fictional ones. We got from Lord of the Hobbit. Slash Lord of the Rings, I guess, too. Uh, Bilbo Baggins and Thorin Oakenshield. I don't remember. No. Yep. I don't remember. No, he was. That's right. Yeah. So Thorin is the head dwarf in oh, yes. in The Thank Hobbit. You. So Thank he leads the, the party yeah. of 14 or whatever. Yes. That's right. He's sort of a perpetual. Yeah. I think I think that sounds right. What do you think he is? Eight. Wouldn't? Nah, he's, he's much that's more like right. fearful yeah, than he is. No, no, no. Thorn Oakenshield? No. Insecure. Super insecure. Oh, sure. He's insecure. That's what I mean. Maybe he's unhealthy. Mm. Very much that one way or the other. Well, sure. All, All right. right. From Harry Potter, Narcissa Malfoy? Narcissa. That's Draco's mom. Yeah. Okay. That sounds She doesn't really appear until she makes that deal. Like uh, right. right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine. Logan. X-Men. Oh. What do you think? You guys are more into that than I am. He doesn't fit Is anywhere else. Is he loyal else? to the nah. cause of anything? No. He's pretty loyal to Dr. X eventually. Yeah, he, he he's pro-Professor X. I would have put him uh, almost more as a four because he's perpetually trying to be like, don't lump me in with everybody else. Well, he's there's very, a little bit of that. But that isn't that like written into his mythology though? You know, isn't that what Logan really explores? A little bit. I've not seen it, but that's why. Well, I mean, but about it. movies in the movies in the comics are completely. I'm thinking only of movies. I don't read the comics. They're all different. Movies. Comic book is Come gospel. On. Okay, all right. Let's it wouldn't this. be a good books podcast if we weren't if we didn't say the book is Absolutely. better than the movie. Well, sure, Aaron, well done. Of course. Wait, I brought it back. I brought it back. There you go. We're on point again, everybody. Um, right. I'll Good share job. some uh, recommended Wolverine reading in the show notes. Okay. Yay. There he goes. Yay. <laughs> that Barnabas won't Yay. read. No, that's okay. No, I share it. Right. I don't read it. All right. <laughs> let's move on to The Enthusiast number seven. We got Henry Miller. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Oscar Wilde. I don't know who Henry Miller is. I'm running up. Tom Wolfe and Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. I did Sarah read Palin, her book the back in the day. I, I see that. Of course you, <laughs> you did, Janae. Okay. Oh, Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, there's a good one. He's um, in every category. 
He is. He's he's pretty awesome and terrible all at the same time. I love him. Um, all right. Let me go over to fiction. While I saw we're a good amount it. of comedians on this list, too, for the sevens. Martin oh, Short, yeah. Tim um, Allen, Desi Arnaz. <laughs> yeah. So funny. All right. Fictional characters. All right. Back to Harry Potter. This is, again, we're at number seven, The Enthusiast. All right. We've got Sirius Black. Oh, interesting. Uh, Fred Weasley and George Weasley. What do you think? I think that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. The twins, sure. definitely sevens. By the way, Henry Miller, uh, Tropic of Cancer, Black Spring, Tropic of Capricorn, Colossus of uh, Marseille. Oh, no, wait, that's from the same And one. The Rosy Crucifixion. I've those never heard of any works. of those. <laughs> yes. I feel like I should get kicked off this podcast. I don't know what those books no. are. That's fine. I don't either. It's fine. Google helped me. So, All right. Fam- other fictional famous ones. We've got Mary and Pippin uh, from Took. Uh, I mean, from Lord of the Rings. Sure. Hmm. Um Holly Golightly from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Sounds right. Uh, Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never sure. wants to grow up. Yep. Uh, Afraid of all discomfort and pain and risk. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jamie Fraser from Outlander. Have you guys read Outlander? No. no. Or, okay. okay. No. All right, then we're Unless I have one, I've forgotten. Okay. No. All right. I'm going to move on to eight. Thank you. The Challenger. Barnabas, speak into this. Um, He's got his list. <laughs> he does. He's excited about, about this. To, I'm about to fix your right, list. No, no, no. You, have, you have a, you have a <laughs> trash list for this. We've sure, this Ernest, list has been bad. We have Ernest Hemingway, it's Ernest Hemingway and Doctor Phil and the yeah and the the rest. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then I think Barbara Walters is also on that. Yeah, list. Yeah, Barbara yes, Walters. You got Tony Morrison. So oh, good. There you go. Come Yay. on. <laughs> Come on. Hold on. Unfortunately, you also have Fidel Castro. I put another. Oh no. But I also have Che Guevara. So good for me. I think he'll take those over Dr. Phil. Oh, man. Let's see. Sean Penn. Uh, There's some just a bunch of awful people on here. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. That's if I can get Johnny Cash and Ernest Hemingway, I'm happy. The rest can. There you go. You're fine. I'll just I can live on those two. And and Johnny Cash counts as an author, not just as the songwriter, but absolutely. But his autobiography, Cash on Cash. Uh, He also wrote poetry. Yep, that's right. All right. Oh, 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 Tupac, also an eight. Yeah, I have hit the triumvirate. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, how's he doing uh, now? I guess, oh he, I guess he's still releasing uh, to be, albums. To be we fair, to be fair, none of the people you mentioned are doing yeah, so well right a, now. Yeah, that's a good point, Doesn't yeah. matter. Hemingway, Tupac, Cash. I'm good to go as an eight. Yeah, Any, there you all go. Right, moving on to fictional right, ones. Fiction, fictional ones. Here we go. All right, this is from Hunger Games. Uh, Joanna Mason. I don't remember her. Which one's Joanna Mason? She's one of the. Uh, I don't know. She's, she's one, one of the, the killers okay. in the yeah, first. Yeah. Oh first yeah, yeah. Book. She had the. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh, President Coin and President Snow. Yes. Duh. <laughs> sure. Okay. Third grade. Third grade. This is what we get. Duh. All right. From Harry Potter. Um, Alistair Moody. Mad Eye Moody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sure. All right. There we go. Um, Rhett Butler from Gone with the Wind. Hmm. I, know, um, I, I only know that story by reputation. I've never read or seen it. Yeah, gotcha. I only know right. it through the movie. It's been a long time. It's it's a lot of commitment to either one because it's a long movie and a longer book. When I watched yes. it, I think it was two or three VHS tapes. That was yeah, a long time ago. yeah. yeah. Goodness. Right, oh, good. You, oh, an good. intermission in <laughs> a good. VHS yes. is. Yes. Fantastic. I also listen to CDs. It's fine. Right. Barnabas, <laughs> these, these last three are, are for you alone. All right. Uh, we got Magneto from X Men. I'm in. Sauron from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Clearly. Sure. Inspector <laughs> Javert from Les Mis. Oh, All right. I thought he was a one. 
He was uh, on my one list. Well, he wants he wants the last one. I don't have quite the same emotional connection to as as say <clears throat> Magneto, but you know, <laughs> or Sauron. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Nobody has an emotional connection to him. That's the problem. <laughs> He is pure evil. He's pure evil. That's okay. So what you're saying is he really needs a hug? You, yeah, a disembodied hug, yes. Yeah, oh that's, right. Lord. that's right. Um, all right. All right, Dave, no on. on to you. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right, here we go. We got J.K. Rowling, uh, nice. Jane Austen, uh, Carl Jung, the psychiatrist. psychologist. Psychiatrist. Yeah, there we go. Psycho something or other. Yes. <clears throat> Sounds great. Analyst. Um, on the larger list... I haven't even gone through those ones yet, but uh, oh, I saw any- Barack Obama and Jennifer Aniston. All right, Bill Clinton, um, Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama, <laughs> Gary Cooper, Nancy uh, Kerrigan, uh, Lisa Kudrow, oh, Jeff Daniels. Okay. Those are both Ronald really Reagan. nice people. I'll take yeah. a great person. There you go. Keith Thank Richards. You. Wow, Jerry well, Seinfeld, mm. Dave. Keith Richards Jerry before he died. What's oh wait, he's still that? alive. He's still alive. Yeah, he can't be con- killed by conventional weapons. Apparently not. Adam it's, Sandler, Jerry Seinfeld. Drugs. Jerry Seinfeld is not a, nine. not a nine. I saw him on a one no. list. I yeah, thought. I would put him much yeah, more I, I at agree. much more at one or three. Are we talking? Are we talking about real Jerry or fictional Jerry? Well, they're kind of the exact same, what, but I would go real Jerry. Jerry. Seinfeld? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is, is that kind of like Chicken Dave Schrader? <laughs> Chicken Dave Schrader, <laughs> yes. right there. Fusili. Maybe that's where they were going with it. <laughs> well, it didn't end well for either little Jerry Seinfeld. That's true. Or George. Or, or future yeah. Chicken Dave oh, Schrader. Man. That's right. <sighs> All right, fictional nines. We've got, who's our Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. Oh. There you go. And Remus. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think Remus is right. I don't think Harry's a nine. No. What is he then? He well, he's he's a teenager, <laughs> which means he's like he shows faces of like all like half of the different numbers, except he's not a five at any point. And yeah, that's the one. He acts he's a lot like not. a six at various points. Which I mean, if he's in that triad, then three sixes and nines are all connected so he could be one of those and kind of be yeah. moving around in stress and security because you see him put under some extremely stressful circumstances see, it seems to me like he and ron mm. should switch spots because they had ron listed as a six I, you know right what? yeah no they had ron listed no, as a three. three ron's not a nine though. i think harry's a three and ron is either a six or a nine i think they, they got okay. those mixed up Maybe. Glad we fixed the list. Oh, Thank good. You. Well done. <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. Uh, we did it, guys. <sighs> fixed it. it. Boom, All right. There you go. Al Gore, you it. built it. We fixed it. <laughs> That's right. All right. We did discuss before, are there any books that we recommend for each type, too? That's another thing. Well, Janae so wrote we a whole post yes. about it. Yes. <laughs> so, so she's from Janae's Just a post. few. We're, here's what we do. Let's do this. We're going to go on. I'm going to do one, and then everyone go out of the room, and you read the ones you recommended to or other ones you okay. have, and then just go around real quick. How's that sound? Sure. All right, so number so just one. buy numbers? Yeah, just okay. buy numbers. Number yep. one, Janae, once you start it, and then we'll kind of go okay. around from there. Um, and so what I had for one is I had Present Over Perfect by Sean Anikwis, um, just because of that perfectionism drive yeah. and learning just to be cool with who you are, what you have in front of you, not seeking that perfection. Um, and then It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkhurst, mm-hmm. um, just because of that strong sense of right and wrong and how things are supposed to be and trying yeah. to fix things, um, dealing with disappointment, which Lisa talks about in her book. That's good. Yeah, that's a great one. The book's going gangbusters still. Yeah. Um, I had recommended, uh, there's a few that I didn't put on this list, <laughs> um, but there were yeah, a context. lot 
that were recommended to me um, by Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection. Yeah. When I asked my one friends, they all said that book. Yeah. And I didn't put it on the um, on this article, but that's one that's probably worth yeah. mentioning too. Cool. I like it. All right, what do you got? Ones? Any uh, ones? I don't it's have okay if you don't. One. What no. do you got, Bernice? Uh I can't. So there's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving Enough. <laughs> what? Enough. Okay. With some asterisks okay. afterwards. Okay, yeah. We're keeping this PG-11. You know, That's I right. look at the New York Times yeah, list we, every we're week. We're not a PG-13 like one. Three in the top I don't think you can say the F word in PG-13. Yes, either. you can. You get it. Okay. One. Okay. One. Well, this would be my one shot if we were PG-13? <laughs> sure. No, but we're PG-11. Yeah, that's right. So The Subtle Art of Not Giving Enough, which is a book kind of about learning to sort of let go of things yeah. and not be so high stress about stuff. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But, more in, but, but less in the like... Warm reminder way and yes. more in the like kicking the pants way. Yeah, love yeah. it. All right, I'm gonna go with history. Team of rivals. Doris Kearns Goodwin. It's all about how to reform from within. There you go. And Boom. yeah, and deal with some very difficult, difficult, people, imperfect circumstances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And people. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, number two, helper. What do we okay, got, Janae? So <laughs> lead us. This one is called "Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World." And that's Aaron's favorite. Yeah, everybody check Goodreads and look at Barnabas' list of books he's read. Okay. It's, look, it's on there every year. Every start year, off every year with he has multiple copies of that book going. Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll the, first, the first couple are very tattered now. For, so hey, I had for the move. record, Janae invited us into edit or add ideas. So I just, you know, when, when you we were wanted to keep the Lifeway appropriate and also sold through Lifeway. So Absolutely. that was the Oh, by the way, the one that I mentioned, not sold. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I'm not following those parameters. Definitely not sold through Lifeway. No. And then the other one that I had is Boundaries by Henry Cloud, just mm-hmm. because twos are also mm. like just putting themselves out there for other people. Have a hard time saying no. Hard, yeah. Exactly. Have a hard yeah. time saying yeah. no. Yeah. Mm. So I like it. Aaron, mm. anything? No, not yet. He kept not yet. Not yet. <laughs> he, right. The five didn't do his homework. Did, did Shocker. You know? oh. Um. <laughs> oh God. Wow. That that face was a big. <laughs> Finger right there. <laughs> Excuse me. Face finger. There you go. Face finger. Um, I, boundaries was the first one that came to mind for me too, just because it's mm. when talking to friends who are twos, saying no is the hardest thing. You know, just kind of getting burned out by being available for everybody all the time. So mm. and being able to be manipulated because of it. Mm. I had the hiding place by Corey Ten Boom, huh. and I, you know it's funny we're talking about like so many women on that list. Maybe it's because they're more courageous to actually, like, do something for people, you know, even when it costs everything. I feel like that's part of it. I mean, gosh, she spent years in concentration camps because of um, hiding Jewish friends and people in town. So Mm -hmm. there you go. I would say, too, any book kind of in a general category, um, since twos are always giving themselves for others, they often um, neglect their own personal needs. So whether you want to call it (laughs) self-care books or um, just kind of taking care of yourselves and being okay with, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure you're okay before you expend all your Mm -hmm. energy serving others. Books that fall into that category, yeah. I think, would be helpful for twos. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw out one that actually could could work for most of the Enneagram types. The Bible, aside from the Bible. <laughs> okay. So yes, that only the works Bible. for most. Yeah. The Bible works for all. Okay. Um, Good but, clarification. Um, but a friend of a friend of ours, uh, Jared Wilson, wrote a book a couple of years back called The Imperfect Disciple. Mm. Which um, would be good for a one, two, three, basically any, any, because we all have 
um, different baggage right. that comes with yeah, that's a really helpful following one. Jesus. Because it helps if you're already well aware of your limitations and sort of feel insecure about them, it speaks to that. But if you're less aware of them, you know, if you're more of the achiever, aggressive type, it helps you kind of be aware of what you're not as capable of right. and how to lean more fully on Christ. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Exactly. There you go. I contributed, guys. Well, good hooray. Job. I did it. <laughs> Fist bump. Not a face fist bump, just no. like a real one. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Are we that. on to threes? All right. So for the three, I had Nothing to Prove by Jenny Allen, Why We Can Stop Trying So Hard, and then Soul Keeping, Caring for the Most Important Part of You by John Ortberg. Um, and the book that I didn't have on here that I think for me is the single most um, helpful book for a three is called Scary Close by Donald Miller. He I've is seen a that three, on the list. And it could not, like without even mentioning the Enneagram, it just talks about the whole struggle of being a three and kind of putting on this mask for people. Mm-hmm. And it's about his journey of going to on-site workshops, kind of like a five-day intensive therapy program. And no one there, when they get there, can talk about what they do. And he said he found so much of his worth in what he did and just what um, he was able to achieve through that, hmm. that that was one of the many things that I'm sure he learned in that therapy process, while at the same time um, starting to date his now wife and remo- how she helped him become um, become vulnerable in relationships. And she kind of was like, cut the crap. Like, who who are you really beyond all of this that you're mm-hmm. showing to other people? Mm-hmm. So anyway, all that to say, I read Scary Clothes probably every year, and it's mm. a quick read, but it could not be any more well-suited for a three. When we were... No, it's asking people online for recommendations of non-leadership books that are helpful for leadership. A bunch of people recommend Scary Close. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. And I'm sure it's helpful you didn't for those fall that aren't. In that category. It's, it's been a while for. since uh, a Donald Miller book has been recommended as something helpful. So that's good. Well, it's because – well, the, I think the last book – well, it's because he, he shifted from writing books for, like, people's – lives and souls and shifting you know, and then he went into what story brand stuff and he, he doesn't really write the other ones anymore yeah it's really helpful from a business yeah, perspective yeah. sure sure oh i'm not i'm uh, no I w- i'm not ripping on <laughs> oh on... that was a nice thing you were intending to <laughs> well, say <there? laughs> was that a compliment i mean it's sort been of, a while since he did anything decent no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> what's, what's the i mean this in the nicest here? possible way last okay so here's the moral of the story right now you're getting um you're getting slap happy super tired aaron because i have been talking all day i did two we, hours of we, video all right, we still got a few numbers to get through we love, we love enough about your whining achiever <laughs> achiever, yeah, yeah. achiever go. i am gonna whine oh, we thing. just we already did oh no you hold on i i have a recommendation for threes you do yes i have my hand up bring it call on me um i mentioned this in the leadership books podcast we did um but rescuing ambition by dave harvey for threes yes um really helpful recommendation from a balancing um godly ambition and being humble so using the gifts god's given you kind of to the utmost but also maintaining humility as opposed to one of those either outracing the other as ambition Mm -hmm. often does or sort of holding us back as false humility often does so Mm -hmm. it's a really good one really it's an easy read too Mm -hmm. cool and anything by Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> for threes? <laughs> yeah, for threes, yeah. All right, individualist. Janae. All right, so we have 1,000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp oh. um, and Life Together by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Yeah. Um, so I had Ann Voskamp's on there. I think that she's a four. She kind of experiences the world and the way she writes a lot of feelings and a lot. She, she experiences um, it. <laughs> a, a lot of expression. Oh, a lot of uh, But. <laughs> 
Yes. She is a super nice lady, though. I know she but is. But that book can nice. help. She talks about moving into a phase of gratitude and not just focusing on. I've heard it said that fours mm. kind of focus on. They feel like they have. They're missing something that everyone else has to succeed. And so they kind of focus on that and get so wrapped up in like, well, why is every, it working for everyone else and not me? Mm. And she talks about going from that place to a place of gratitude. Mm. Um, yeah. Got anything for fours, Aaron? I don't have I've got a like not so much a like helping kind of book, but more just a a book that maybe a four would find interesting. So it's one that I've talked about many, many times. Um, um, but like there is a helpful element to it, which is uh, high fidelity. So looking particular characters. Think about the characters. High fidelity is your life anger. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Hornby is 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 my life anger for sure. But think about it. Um, Man, a poster. You just can't quit him. (laughs) Get him a get him a bobblehead of Nick Hornby. No, but uh, looks like. But you think about the like it's guys who it's it's a group of characters that um, basically thrive on being social misfits. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, and so just the unhealthy culture that exists within that weird tribe of music fans, um, mm-hmm. there's just kind of an interesting thing. Cool. Uh, the one that I had is, it's a book by David McCullough called You're Not Special and Other Encouragements. Oh, this is his son, correct? The uh, yeah, David McCullough son. Jr. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, so it's it's a really it's based on a commence, it's based on a commencement address he gave, essentially trying to push graduating students beyond the sort of everybody's a special snowflake mentality into measuring success and doing things in a different way and being a little bit more grounded. So just sort of a a wonderfully realistic look yep. at taking on the world. Cool. Yeah, that speech went. Pretty viral, I remember. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. been seven, eight years yeah. ago now, but it was. Yeah, I remember great. when it came out, and I watched it, and I was like, "Yes, yeah. I love yeah. this." Yeah, because I'm not a four. Yep, <laughs> I think I would have hurt my feelings. If you, I are was. Yeah. No. <laughs> you are not. No, you're not. No, quite not. not. Quite, quite a not no, four. No. Not at all. No. Um, are we gonna skip to five, jump to five? I don't have anything. So okay. yeah, five. All right, five. All right. I had the gospel comes with the house key by Rosaria mm. Butterfield, okay. and emotionally healthy spirituality by mm. Peter Scazzaro. Okay. Yeah, Peace sure. to zero. Yep. Yes. That's a good Thank one. Thank you. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm going to make a blanket statement about fives. Um, anything fiction. Yep. Um, and see, here's yes. the thing. Here's the thing. Because um, people who like to investigate and research mm-hmm. tend to be very utilitarian in mm-hmm. how they read. Get a little narrow sometimes. And yeah, exactly. Like, think about people in the, the tribes that a lot of us run in, in for our day jobs. Um, a little bit of a little bit of theological specificity. There's a, a high degree of specificity, um, and they and anyone who doesn't fit within the narrow category tends to be not cool. So, um, so yeah. So anything fiction and anything outside of outside of their normal camp. Yeah, I basically wrote down read for fun. So yeah. same yeah. same thing. Yep. Which nod to Aaron. As a five, he brings many fun recommendations to the podcast. He's not just like, this is the nerdy thing that I'm buried in mm-hmm. almost ever. So, yeah. I mean, so, it's super nerdy, but. But it's, but, <laughs> but you, it's like, but you love, you love fiction. And I mean, even your, your, the book you just brought up, High Fidelity, like, yeah. just, these are not, uh, these aren't research books. No. Or, you know, so, yeah, no. read for fun. Yeah, that's helpful for threes too, at least for me, with just wanting to either see it from a utilitarian perspective or just kind of trying to learn something or check something off the list of like, okay, I learned that from that book, move mm-hmm. on, but reading for fun and 
discovering how to read fiction. Also working with nonfiction books and Christian living books, figuring well, out what I like to read yeah. outside yes. of that has well, been Well, yeah, because I mean, you need to read, you need to figure out good, fun reading. Exactly. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did anything, anything by Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmes, you know, yep. fill in the blank that all, yeah, we we're all going the right direction. Yep. So. All right. Sixes? Next, yeah, sixes. Loyalists. All right. We have our friend Scarlett Hilta Bidel's book, Afraid of All the Things, mm. Tornadoes, Cancer, Adoption, and Other Stuff You Need the Gospel For. And it's funny because Scarlett said that a lot of people think that she's a six just because her book is so much about fear and anxiety, but she's actually a three on the Enneagram. But I think that her book um, is helpful for sixes because, as we know, fear is something that they wrestle with on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. even though that's a very human struggle that any type can struggle with. That's just a really driving um, motivation for a six. True. I so I had that one, and then I also had um, Anxious for Nothing by Max Lucado. Yeah. Mm. I put down a couple biographies for that one, like specifically biographies of people being courageous. So uh, I Never Had It Made, which is Jackie Robinson's autobiography. Um, and then In the Shadow of the Almighty, uh, the story of, of uh, Jim Elliott and the other missionaries who were mm. killed. So just stories of courage by, mm-hmm. I mean, Jackie Robinson was not just a normal person, but yeah. Jim Elliott and the other guys were. So, but these the stories of courage to kind of help people see what it looks like to, you know, essentially not be not be paralyzed by fear or anxiety and step out and do some do some courageous things. Yeah, yeah that's good. Cool. I would say also Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. Mm. Um, and it's all about having the courage to be vulnerable and getting out of that scarcity mentality and has a mm-hmm. lot of her core research on vulnerability. So it's, of course, a great book for any type, but speaks more to the, cool. the fears associated with that. like it. Nice. nice. Oh, what are we on? Number seven? seven. Number seven. Enthusiast. Oh, no. Did Ooh. I just close out? What? No. Here's my tab. Okay. So um, number sevens, I had Desiring God by John Piper. Mm-hmm. And I had Love Does by Bob Goff. Interesting. Um, and Bob Goff, to me, is like the epitome of a seven. If you've read anything by him or heard him talk, he's just just kind of this larger-than-life character, like throwing neighborhood parades and um, always like with a huge bundle of balloons and like all these things. But he talks about kind of ordinary expressions of love. Um, and his big expressions mm-hmm. of love, which I'll get to in the nine category, too. Cool. Did you got anything? Uh, so I had two down. One, um, I'm just going to shamelessly self-promote here mm-hmm. and the curious Christian yes. because, mm-hmm. you know, sevens are, sevens are always going after something mm-hmm. like the next experience. And mm-hmm. so I mean, mm-hmm. part of the part of the point of that book is yeah. to take your curiosity you're exploring in a, in a meaningful direction mm-hmm. and do something with it. That would be a good one for fives as well. It would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fives term- are more wired that way, though. Mm-hmm. For other True. types, it's, I think it's really helpful, yeah. even if you don't have that natural yeah. curiosity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those – I mean, it, for fives, it could help kind of push outward a little bit. And for sevens, it could help put some mm-hmm. like put some bumpers on that lane so they don't, you yeah. know, go into the gutter. The other one, and this is, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but the book of Ecclesiastes – Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because sevens avoid uh, they avoid pain they avoid discomfort and there's sort of this idealistic and, like pleasure yeah. pursuing and Ecclesiastes will uh, will knock that right out of you and and yeah. not in a hopeless way but in a like this is real life and you have to live in it kind well, of way and and I think because um, I mean you mentioned last episode that you you've just started you've been reading Lynn Anger uh-huh. uh, recently and um, I think his 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 books um, would be good ones as well just for that like. <laughs> let's 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 get 
grounded in yeah. reality for a little bit, even through a fiction book. Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah. no, bad stuff still happens, and it can happen in our fiction books too. Yeah, yeah that's good. I put I put Cormac McCarthy on that list for n- mm-hmm. novels novels for yeah. sevens to read. Down, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, just to to root you to the <laughs> the side of the world that isn't all like puppies and rainbows. I kept thinking you when I looked at enthusiast was exactly that. It was. Um, it's so easy to go after the shiny new read, whatever that mm-hmm. is. You know, that's why, like, my caution is Love Does is awesome. It also is the shiny new thing. Um, it has been for a lot of people who want to say, okay, don't be afraid to go into some more depth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that sounds really bad. Love Does. I think it's a great book. I love it, um, especially for those young life stories. But yeah. uh, but I just mean that, like, don't be afraid. Yeah, that's it. Like, that, that it, there's so many new books. That's part of what we mm-hmm. do in publishing right. <laughs> is put out something new. But um, Barnabas, your book is excellent for this as well. And that'd be great. So, yeah. All right, eight, Challenger. Okay, so for eights, I had The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul, um, just because eights have so much strength in their powerful personalities and um, have the capacities for so much, but it helps them kind of see those characteristics, um, how how God is um, embodies those and how they are created in that image. And mm-hmm. then also Humility, The Journey Towards Holiness by Andrew Murray. Mm-hmm. And at first I was Classic. afraid that would be yep. too much of a jab towards something that they no, struggle with. No, that's necessary. But some of my eight friends said, no, like eights can handle that. Like yeah. you need to give yeah, something I, like that yeah. for an eight. As an eight, we I think categorically we do better when you tell us something straight up. It's not sort of yeah. like, maybe you should try this. Like, no, you right. must try this. Right. Some of the really? other yeah. numbers, they, they would have like would, sent them into a spiral, right. but no, eights can handle it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, and so I've been... I've been just going through and actually found a list of recommended books, and I agree with this one. That's why I'm sharing it. Um, Unoffendable by Brant Hansen. Um, it came out a couple of years ago. It's a good one. Um, it's good. It's f- pretty funny, but it's uh, but it's one that's all in the idea that we actually don't have the right to be offended mm-hmm. by anything. Um, we don't have permission from the Lord to live in offense. So, um, so which. Not just challenging for one type, but challenging yeah. for many. Sure. But uh, yeah, that's another one yeah. that'll fit different types differently. But yeah, yeah definitely. Right. Uh, yeah. I had, oh, did you? Was there? Any? No, no, no. That's okay. it. That's it. I had a couple for eights. Um, kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. The first one is the Ragamuffin Gospel um, yes. by Brennan Manning because it is it's a book about our need for the grace of God. And essentially we, we are ragamuffins and there's just this this overwhelming flood of grace. Not a thing that eights. Um, sort of dwell in very easily because mm-hmm. there's there is an aspect. I think it I mean it's good for again, good for all numbers in different ways, but for eights who are who are kind of on top in charge achievers in that way, um, that one. The other one is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum and it's called the no a-holes rule. Yeah. Um, our former VP Eric Geiger it was one of his favorite books. Um, yeah. He wasn't allowed to like say that at the time he worked yeah. here, but yeah, he may I'll not be allowed him. to say that now. Yeah, it's all right. I'm saying it for him. Yeah. So again, it's it's basically when when you're building a team, you know, there there is a no a holes rule, and, yeah. and then it's just sort of how that plays out. So hmm. conceptually, that's a good one. That's sort again sort of a shot across the bow of eights. Be like, hey, don't be like this. So yep. helpful in that way. Yeah. All right. Any, anything Hemingway, by the way. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'll say one other thing. Uh, well, 
Yeah, no. I'll just, I'll, and Broom and the Bell Tolls. That's like my one book I would say works really well with it. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Number nine. Cool. All right, last one. So for nines, The Peacemakers, um, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donald Whitney and Love Lives Here by Maria Goff, um, mm-hmm. wife to Bob Goff. Maria is also a nine. And it's I think it's a good companion if you're going to read Love Does, especially if you identify more as a nine or any other number. on Because Bob has all these huge expressions of love and you're kind of like, okay, that's great that he did that, but I could never fly across the world just to hand balloons to someone. But Maria's is all about, okay, what does love practically look like to our neighbors, to the people just in our everyday life? Cool. Um, I have one recommendation for a nine, um, which, and it's, again, it's for a character, so pay attention to that, which is Beartown by uh, Frederick Backman. So uh, specifically look at Peter Anderson, um, who's one of the primary characters. He's the general manager of the. Um, he's the dad of. of the, and he's the, the dad of. of yeah. Yeah. He he's, is he's the coach dad. Right? Y- yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Just right. pay attention to him, and you get to see an unhealthy nine. Okay. Yeah. Somebody. Um, somebody who's trying to make everybody happy, and how it plays out, and what it costs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that can, a, and that story continues. Yeah. Through through multiple books. So I just bought that at McKay's. So good, good choice. To know. Good choice. That's Very dark next. book. Oh, good. It's okay. sort. I mean, it's dark. It's dark. It's not it Cormac McCarthy dark. No, but it's a great book with the backdrop being hockey, and it's not about hockey at all. It's not a hockey book. Yeah. Correct. Okay. It's a people book. All right. So my uh, recommend my yeah, recommendation uh, for nines is, is a book called Radical Candor by Kim Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's specifically looking at the workplace, but getting to the place where you you don't sort of withhold feelings, you're not afraid of hurting other feelings, and you create a context where people can say what they say what they really mean and also hear what other people are saying without taking offense, which I think for nines, yeah. uh, in terms of speaking freely a an uncomfortable opinion. Yeah, feel like a great risk. I yeah. think any story that has to do with like standing up for what you believe in, what is right, um, is going to align with a nine. I know the thing is, yeah, the temptation yeah. is to go, yeah, yeah everything peace, man, yeah, everything's yeah, cool, yeah. Big Lebowski, the dude. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, you like being pushed, and even if it's in a subtle way, like I'd recommend A River Runs Through It. That's a great book, but it's, it's also great. a character who is kind of pushed to address some hard issues with his brother, with his family of becoming yep. his own. And That's right. It's a good one. So Very good. Yeah. Cool. It's good. Guys, that was a good discussion. Yeah. That, was, that, was uh, that was fun. We've got time for one very quick, very quick Sucker Punch of the Week, which again is going to come from Janae. Oh, my goodness. Janae, what are you, <laughs> you gave it a preview. You previewed it you previewed already. It. Um, so Dolores Umbridge, I was thinking through Sucker Punches in literature, and she was probably the first one, even though I didn't know so Sucker true. Punch. She's the first one that I was just like, oh my gosh, I hate her character so much. Yep. I want her to go away. She, I mean, of course, it's part of the story arc, but provides no value, mm-hmm. pure embodiment of evil, yep. but is trying to do good at Hogwarts and just drove me crazy. Yeah. The fifth book is really hard to read of Harry yeah. Potter, I think, because Harry is so angsty, but then the addition of her, just want to sucker punch her. Nice, thank yeah. you. You'll find lots of people sucker punch in Beartown, by the way. So, oh, okay, um, good. All right. Yeah, so, we've, we've listed a few of them. On the we, have, we have, we <laughs> have. All right, so guys, um, we are going to forego um, what we're reading right now, um, because we need to get out of here. We do. So, um, so thanks, Janae, once again, for thank joining you. us. This, this was a awesome. lot of fun. Uh, guys, thanks for chatting as always. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Janae. There we go. You're welcome. Um, and uh, resident expert. <laughs> that's right. right. That's I'll take right. It. And uh, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do leave uh, your five star rating and review on iTunes. You know you want to. And um, yeah, thanks. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
This is an Area Code podcast.